I'm Randy Resnick. And I'm Jim Bareford. And we're going to talk a little bit about some shows that we've been watching recently. Today, maybe something about speculative, speculative fish. <laughs> Say it, James. Speculative science fiction. There you or... go. Thank you. Okay, and um, first, let's get, let's get a little basis here. I was reading science fiction, speculative fiction, whatever, when I was a kid. I don't know. Is that the case for you or not? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I was a, a Ray Bradbury kind of person, so to speak. I kind of some of that I picked up later in life. Mm-hmm. I was I was always more of the the true life stories and things like that. But as, as later on, I got more into the whole genre. But we've both been exposed to like space opera and the different the sub genres of science fiction, which are space operas, which are where the guys are macho and the women don't say anything; they just scream, "Oh my god!" You know, and then they're. <laughs> There's, yes. there's a lot of other um, progress that's been made. And today there's fiction where the women are the main characters, and that's as it should be. But anyway, that's yeah. history. That's the way it's Well, been. they're the main characters, but they're still written a lot of times by men. And sometimes you can tell that. This is true. This is true. Um, but... I don't know, you know, just in passing, we mentioned a few of the titles, and we'll get to talking about the details. Um, continuing, continuum, which is, happens to be Canadian, is something where the main character is a woman. Uh, she gets, you know, dumped into a time zone. It's way, way far-fetched. But as I mentioned to you earlier today, the thing about Continuum is that uh, <laughs> the it's scary because it's Canadian. If it was American, I mean, the people would probably be rounded up and shot or something because it's like really, <laughs> it really is the whole industrial complex of, you know, the, the future that they predict is like uh, when uh, Citibank owns it all or something, you know, and it's something you and I have to also talked about that, but it's well, scary. It's, a very, it's, it's a, actually a very political show. Yeah. Um, the, I haven't watched the entire series yet and I still need to, but it's it's... For being 60 or so years in the future at one point, mm-hmm. it does really show where we're heading to. Yeah. And in my opinion, where we're heading to, where we've been heading to for quite a long time. And I, and I think because of the Canadian perspective, I'm uh, part Canadian and, mm-hmm. and have been a long-time watcher of Canadian television and so forth. It's not surprising to me that the, the look and feel of that show is much, much different than it would have been had it been made in Hollywood. Absolutely. By, uh, by Americans. Um, the politics in play are actually probably much more Canadian than American. Mm-hmm. It's it's a nice show, though. I like the feel of it. I like the design of it. It's, you know, you can tell that they didn't have zillions of dollars to spend on it. No. But it's nice. Act- it's it's nicely acted. It's not star, you know, star after star type acting, but it's it's good. It's got some very interesting twists in it, science fiction-wise. The time paradoxes and all that are, are very cool. Uh, she's nice, I have to say, main character. Enjoy, yes, enjoy her. I don't even know her name because who knows Canadian actors, right? <laughs> but she's <laughs> well, she's a lot, she's of, the, like, a lot of actors. A lot of actors are Canadians, just like rock stars. Quite that, a few of them are Canadian. That's true, actually. They yeah. just they just drop the A when they go to Hollywood. That's all. <laughs> but they're it's, anyway. It's a cool show. Um, not yeah. a whole bunch to say about it, except for that main emphasis that there's this political thing in it that's happening and that that's amazing it really is good well it's, it's much more overt than yeah. i think a lot of other shows are afraid of doing that so they they kind of they try to be cute a lot of times and try to go in the back door yeah. or go in a, in a different way of telling it where with them they're with continuum they're just willing to kind of blatantly in your face this is what your future could be and probably will be 
Yeah, and then she comes out. She was rounding people up in her own mm-hmm. time, and, and uh, she goes back, and suddenly she's kind of getting a view, and there's a young, the young Back to the Future type guy almost who's uh, he's in there. I just want to mention one thing, though, before we move on, which is that they <laughs> there's one funny detail about that show, which is if you looked at their cell phones... First of all, they have cell phones, right? Second of all, right. they're like, really? <laughs> they don't seem to be too cool, actually. So, you know, they're well, like they're last year's. So they're not trying to be. Yeah. They're, they're Canadian, so they're not trying to be too cool. <laughs> right. They're like last year's cell phones. But anyway, uh, that's, that's a series I recommend. It's not, you know, it's not going to blow you away, but it's very entertaining, I think. You agree? It's kind of like, I, yeah, I do. I agree. I, I think it's one of those that you're not going out of your way to watch. It's not like must-see TV, say, like Breaking Bad or exactly. Walking Dead or something like that. But it's one of those ones that, one of those shows that when you sit down and at the end of the show, you feel like you haven't wasted an hour by watching it. Uh, that it's entertaining. It's not really more than what it's meant to be along the way. Right. And I do have to say that Orphan Black, just in, in passing, Orphan Black is kind of the same thing. And that's also a Canadian series. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of takes the same kind of tact. It has a different feel than um, your Hollywood-made show. But I would definitely recommend both Continuum and Orphan Black for people who actually really want a little bit more intelligent. I find it to be a little bit more intelligent television. And I'm not trying to be a snob when I say that because I like really dumb TV too. And, you know, it's all good in a way. Um, we'll talk some other time maybe about the following and how that's extremely entertaining is even yeah. though, even though, and I won't say it, but even though uh, there's a big entertainment factor. Um, a quick, okay, so science shows, I had one in mind, but I'm, I'm losing it. So let's go to what we were talking about a, a few minutes ago, which is the Amazon's new entry into a content production, which is called The After. You said that uh, the X-Files guys, uh, Chris, uh, Carter. Chris Carter. Is Chris Carter. It's, it's actually Chris Carter's first project since the X Files uh, finished up in 2002, 2003. Other than the X Files movie since then, this is his first foray foray mm-hmm. back into television. He has a couple of other things going. on. I thought on. he was partnering with somebody on something not between the two. I thought. I thought I've seen his name on something. I don't recall what. Well, the, well this is from what I saw the other day. This is his first actual putting his big toe back his into main, the yeah. waters. Um, I'm ambivalent right now on the after. Uh, there was parts to it that I really enjoyed. There was parts to it that had me rolling my eyes and <laughs> saying uh, the production. It was. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't mind. And to me, you can't give spoilers on a pilot. It's just no. you either go watch it or don't get mad at me for telling what's going to happen here. But I mean, the whole idea behind using. Uh, the tire changer, the jack, to to lift up uh, uh, the, the gate uh, at the garage was just it was just so hokey and just well, it was better than them trying to pull it up by hand because it was that easy. Oh. Why would you even have the gr- uh, I just want to say there's there's one thing about it that I thought was funny was that it starts out kind of as a joke that you would tell where it's like. A heavily armed, innocently innocent, uh, uh, convicted uh, black man, <laughs> a right. gay clown, uh, an Irish thug, a an obviously rich but uh, very poorly made up woman who was played by Sharon uh, something. Sharon who, Hartz. Right, Sharon who's, Hartz. who's great. Who's great. White yeah. Blue. Yep. What was with her? What was with Sharon Lawrence's makeup? I, was that deliberate? Was that deliberate? Yeah, I, I guess that? she's supposed to look dowdy, and, and she's uh, 
But anyway, there was that, and then the the. By the way, parentheses. I'm terrible at digressions. What's with the? You know, a couple of years ago, it was all Brits as guest stars on these shows. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. On and yes. now it's all French girls. Yes. Uh, here we got this and, French woman in this very nice, very nice looking uh, summery dress that's flowing she around. Act. She can't well, act. That, act who's at asking? All. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how good looking she is. She's she can't cute, act. But anyway, I don't know what, don't know what Chris Carter. But was between saying. her and um, the woman on uh, the following, who's also the French woman who was on the submarine with Andre Brower. What was the name of that show? Last Resort or something? Final? Oh, oh, that one that was on for five minutes. Yes. By the way, I like that yeah. show, but this is that's not well, too much in our thing either. But she played well, a very nice that. French girl in that. And so she's now she's a horrible, uh, very mean killer in the following. But anyway, that's just a, a lot of French people. So there's a lot of French uh, stars all of a sudden where they were British before. I don't know what that's about. Is that, is that uh, well, it all goes in cycles. It's the flavor yeah. of the month. It's kind mm-hmm. of like how Scandinavian shows are huge right now, you know, because of the that's killing right. and the bread, bridge and things like that. So it might be secular at this point, and maybe French hot French girls who can't act at all are the du jour I at think this moment. Flavor of the because month. Because yeah. because I gotta tell you, when I was, I mean, I really, we were talking earlier, and I would like to see the after succeed only because I trust Chris Carter from the X. Files. I trust that he can pull off a show that's relevant and it matters and that's not going to waste my time. However, I, I the other night when I was watching it, I, I was stunned at how bad a couple of the acting choices were. And I understand it's a pilot, and yep. quite often in Hollywood, what you see in a pilot are not always the same actors and actresses that you see later on. I, I do get that. Well, a couple I of them are this... going to have to be killed, obviously. Anyway, so well, I can think of the couple right off the bat. The French but... girl. <laughs> No, well, no, well, she's too cute. It, it, it was well. There's always there's you can always find another cute French girl that's to true. fill that role. But it was very stereotypical. Yeah, and that's I kind of felt like that was a little bit. I was a little bit disappointed in Chris Carter for that because it, there really was as I was watching it. Like you said, you know, you had your token this, this. this no, that was this. the terror. That's a really cheap device. That's really trite. However, um, in his defense, and I'm sure you'll accept this defense as a uh, impartial judge. Uh, you know that suits at the network may or may not have had. So that's the problem. Oh, absolutely, really. absolutely. Who knows Look, what his vision was compared to theirs? Well, he even uh, in the interview that I read of him the other day, the interviewer basically was speculating. Well, you have all this greater freedom now on Amazon than you ever did on Fox or the X Files, and he's like, well, yes and no. Language wise, I have freedoms. Nudity wise, freedoms. But you still have to draw numbers. It's still a business, and you still have to be able to produce eyeballs to get people to watch it. Amazon still has that same expectation that Fox did. So yes, they're going to say, okay, well, we need to have this demographic. We need to have that demographic involved. Whether he whether he saw that as a mm-hmm. vision or not, they, you know, he still has somebody. Everybody has a boss. The other problem yeah. is, if I, I'm just thinking of this now, I've never really, really examined it, but in the case of uh, Net, so Netflix has been doing TV forever. They have a pretty mediocre film catalog, but they obviously did some, I think, at least two excellent shows. Uh, I really like Orange is the New Black as well as House, mm-hmm. House of Cards is, is is genius. But, you know, House of Cards, I was just reading an article saying that it didn't get, didn't do all that well, apparently, even though people like us love it and people on the net and so on. But it did not have the ratings that um, compared to big shows. Now, what I was going to say, though, is that Amazon is coming to this almost as newbies. Yes. I mean, 
and they they don't have any audience. Even if Netflix hadn't uh, produced stuff before, they at least were in the business of showing stuff. You know, showing. T- in other words, they had an right. audience of their subscribers plus potential subscribers. So, and they right. raked in a bunch of those by having uh, Kevin Spacey and all of that. But uh, in the case of Amazon, they had nothing, and they got um, the show you mentioned a minute ago uh, with Jeffrey. Um, Transparent, uh, uh, yeah, transparent with uh, one of my favorite actors ever, by the way, and I uh, haven't uh, watched Jeffrey it yet. Tambor? Yeah, I love him; he's great. Watch the whole thing through. Yeah, uh, trans- I the first time I watched it, I was like, nah, I don't know. I mean, I liked some of the cast in it. I still, mm-hmm. I think there could be a couple cast changes, but there's some twists and turns, and I won't say along the way uh, what happens. But it really could. I think that it could play out. Is it a show that I need to watch twelve episodes of the year? Probably not. Six or seven or eight would be really good. But uh, Amazon, it's still a new learning curve for them because last year they had the comedies. Last year their pilots were the kids' things and the comedies. And for the most part, the comedies were really bad. Alpha House with John Goodman, it's okay. It's nothing to write home about. Considering the cast, Hmm. it was okay. Nothing. But this is Amazon's first foray into uh, drama. So, you know, but you need to hit the ground running. I mean, look at Netflix. They hit the ground running. They spent a lot of money for House of Cards. They spent a fair amount of money for Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they I feel that they got two really high quality shows with that. Amazon, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I totally agree. So swinging back to science fiction or specula- speculative fiction. I don't know why I can't pronounce that tonight. Um <laughs> A quick uh, parentheses open for one of our favorite shows you of you and you and me, which is uh, Under the Dome. Uh. WTF is the probably basically the everybody's asking. Uh, I, I mentioned that. Here's why I mentioned it because. By the way, it had some good actors in it, including the fellow from um, from Breaking Bad, who's, yep. who's good, really good actor. By the way, his acting, the acting in the show, some of it is decent. The writing, a little different. Uh, but but what I was trying to get to is this story and this idea that, oh, there's an egg. But what is the egg? You know, I mean, it's like, right. what is going on here? There, there's this, plus Stephen King, by the way, who was involved in Haven, if you're familiar with that. Which yep. is kind of a uh, not science fiction, but what's what did I ask? fantasy, whatever you would call that. Um, King's writing and his skills in what he does are fabulous. I, I'm a big fan. I anything I read of him, I like him. Did you read Under the Dome? I didn't, and uh, maybe I should. But anyway, the the show is just. It's one of those things where you watch it wondering if anything's going to happen and whether they're going to answer any of these questions. And it's like, it's pretty wacky, actually, would be my verdict I, on it. My, my verdict, well... <laughs> keep it clean. Mine is, yeah, I don't keep it clean. <laughs> I, I love the book. Absolutely loved the book. I was so excited last spring when they first were doing the promos for Under the Dome. Couldn't wait. And then when I saw uh, who was going to be in it, I was like, okay, this is just going to be fantastic. And much to my, not even chagrin, but flat out horror, I couldn't believe how awful it was. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna disagree with you on the acting in general. My Just my opinion is, is that overall the acting was pretty bad. Uh, the writing, though, was just God awful! I well, just that's kept the sitting thing. there. I'm like, you're insulting me right now with your writing. You're insulting me with your writing. Mm-hmm. The, you, 
I understand that Stephen King only had a certain amount of involvement with all of that process. And I, guess I think this, the involvement had to do with cashing checks, personally. Pretty much. I guess he's going to write one or two episodes this coming season, is my understanding. Oh. Uh, but they should have had him write, write more uh, this last one. Cause, and I try not to, when I've read books and then I see the movie or I see the TV show, it's not fair to hold them in the exact same light. No. Because it's one thing to take, well, Under the Dome is like 11, 1200 pages. You can't film TV shows on that and expect it to have that same kind of emotional impact along the way because you're also, you have other writers who are creating along the way. Sometimes they take multiple characters and morph them together because of time, because of development, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and I understand that and I'm okay with that. But um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name from Breaking Bad. Uh, Dean Norris. Dean Norris. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name either. He's he's he's, he's a very great. good actor. Right. He's he's he could do anything, and he's mm-hmm. and I'm really disappointed because I really like him in this. But I, I my liking of him in this doesn't override how much <laughs> I dislike too much of the rest of it. There's too many other things in my life going on that I could be doing instead. There's too many other TV shows that I could be watching instead of wasting my time further. I tried and. And I tried and I tried and I can't try no more. <laughs> well, the thing is about that's a show that I put in the drawer with, okay, there's absolutely nothing on. Like if you're not watching the Olympics, um, all the other shows are on hiatus or the summer or whatever. And I believe that came out in the summer or late. It's the summer. It it's came out summer. in a time when there wasn't yeah. much else going. So that's one of the problems. Okay, let's switch gears here because neither one of us are that hot on that. Let's go back a ways back to some other things we've talked about. There was um, two things. For some reason, I kind of put them in the same bag. The event and flash forward. Flash forward, I don't have much of a memory of. The event was the one with the Cuban president or the black president with the Cuban wife. Or something. Well, it was, that was, uh, a good it was one. Uh, Blair Underwood. Right. Blair, and, Blair Underwood. And uh, Jason Ritter was the, was the young uh, man in it. That I was pretty liked, good. I liked the event. I, and uh, I had the, the woman uh, that was on ER mm-hmm. uh, in it as well as one of the resistance people. I really liked it. Uh, Flash Forward wasn't really on long enough. to, And you knew right away that it wasn't going anywhere. So it was like, why are you going to keep investing time in it when you know it's getting canceled? I, I, every week I would see online the ratings for this <laughs> week for Flash Forward or just. So it's like, well, okay, that means it's dead in the water. But the event, I was actually really bummed when uh, that got canceled. I thought that that had potential. Well, Underwood is good in everything he does. I mean, he has a certain yeah. type and he's a he's a fine-looking man. He's a good actor in what he does. He never seems no. to age. He was on <laughs> L.A. Law in the 80s. And I he's know. Still, he says looks the same. the same. I know. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The problem with, and we were talking about it before we went on with this, but the problem a lot of times with these kinds of shows is it's a niche audience. Yeah. It's, there are, you know, and I don't mean this against the people housewife who, and, and people Dubuque, who watch people Iowa, who watch reality shows. <laughs> but you know, but the, the housewife in Dubuque, Iowa, is typically not going to yeah. is not going to watch the event. Is not going to watch Flash Forward. So if you have X amount of people and you have all this competition out there now with the online world and online web series and and Netflix mm-hmm. and, and Hulu and all that stuff, there's a lot of competition out there. So you have to grab people right away. But people are really nervous about shows like even Lost because you get caught up in your character, you get caught up in the involvement, and then all of a sudden you hear, well, it's been yanked off the schedule. But I really liked it. Why are they doing this? And so after a while, you stop trusting that the time you're investing in a show is going to end up paying off. 
because a lot of times the payoff is not there because they end up canceling these shows. And then two years later, three years later, when they kind of come out with mm. another similar show, you're burned. And you're just like, well, maybe I'll wait until watch it on Netflix season one. Well, if everybody does that, mm-hmm. th- then these shows don't last. And that's the problem. I'm trying to remember the shows that, that got canceled very quickly that I didn't like. Oh, here's one. It's, it was called Awake. It was about a guy oh, yeah. who lived in two different worlds. Actually, actually kind of speculative fiction as well. Um, and I thought that was actually very good because it combined something that there's already too much of, which is detective, you know, the law, the cop procedurals, but very clever take on them. The the main actor was good. I'm not good at remembering actors' names. I can barely remember the characters' names. He's but that actually- guy was good. He was really good. My wife and I actually really liked Awake. Uh, we thought that it had a really good premise. Maybe not a premise that could hold for many seasons, right? But for for a finite time. And this guy, he's a British actor, and right. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I've seen him in several British shows. But I thought that he was really good. The entire premise was because he had the alternate lives. Right. It was the one. It was the one. Oops. It was the one life. One life in one way. And then when he went to, when he went to sleep, it was an entire another life. Uh, I and two different was, uh, in one life his family his wife was killed the other one she wasn't and then right. blah, blah, blah. Exactly. and that so, that was yeah so you know my uh, i guess the main thing with that is too intelligent for most people too, I, mean, I mean not intelligence not the right word but you know, know too sophisticated too uh, too out there too imaginative a lot of people don't want to go there is what i'm saying that's not that's hey that's you know not well, their why, problem why, why do you think a show like two and a half men is so popular because and people not, don't not, yeah. <laughs> exactly because people, yeah. people don't want people don't want to a lot of times people go to work all day and they have families yeah. they have life responsibilities and they come home and they want to sit down and quite often it's like okay I just want to be entertained I don't want to have to think about okay well he woke up and now his wife is alive that does require attention you're right because he was he wore a band I mean there were a lot of little details and stuff like that yes too. and exactly. if you don't if you're not into the subtleties um, that doesn't play also in all fairness you want to sit down with your family you got a family you got kids you want to sit down with them and you you know kids may or may not although in that yeah, maybe kids would have liked to wake but a lot of these shows that are a little bit sophisticated they go beyond two and a half men may be funny for kids because there's a kid in it and all that um, and, uh, and, uh, I couldn't watch more than about. T- I like Charlie Sheen. At least I did a few years ago before he went nuts. But um, <laughs> that show never did it for me. Even though I th- enjoy watching him in some movies that he's done, where he's been almost the same character. It's just that 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 show for some reason didn't do it. Um, I wanted to get back also to something else. I don't know if you watched this V. You remember V? I watched the original back in the eighties. Ah, I know. And then I watched. Yeah, and then I watched. Uh, I watched most of the. The new one mm-hmm. because it's the woman that's from Homeland. It's uh, Brody's wife from. Yeah, Homeland. the only difference is she wasn't was stark naked with frontal, full frontal in uh, V. Well, and that's exactly why that's exactly why V was no good compared to Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's wonderful, and she by the way she is a very very good actor uh, because doing those two roles she, she was fantastic in that, and she was like the cold alien. I thought yes. that was actually pretty good for what it was, which was invade you know space invaders. So that's not an easy thing to do they had a lot of compelling characters in there the newsman who was a total you know jerk uh, selling himself off and then he redeemed himself i mean there's no problem with spoilers here that thing's already a couple of years okay. gone yes. um 
so I thought a lot of the the annex characters, the people who you know were in and out, like that guy, the priest uh, with the resistance. That whole it was actually pretty good. It wasn't you know the top of the top, but it was well done and uh, kind of a fun thing to follow. It was it, to me, it was not one of those shows that I felt like it was a waste of time. Like when I got done watching the episode, okay, you know I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't sit there and ponder it for an hour like I would with Lost or some other shows, but I didn't feel ripped off. I didn't feel like my time was ripped off. Uh, and sometimes it just it is simply it is what it is you watch a show and you take it for a face value for it if you want to pick it apart you know that's easy enough to do if you want to say well this could never happen it's so fantastic it could never happen uh then don't bother what why are you bothering doing it and then just stick to the news stick to sports stick to reality tv you know if you can't suspend at least a modicum that doesn't mean there aren't times that i don't that i just say wait a minute come on now that's ridiculous but a show like v you have to suspend it and and i agree I, I think that it was much better than probably a lot of people gave it credit. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it had a lot of good acting in it. Um, what are we forgetting in uh, science fiction? Because you mentioned Lost, and the, the thing about Lost, I resisted Lost, just like I resisted going to see Jaws, because everybody was talking about it, for years. <laughs> and I didn't watch Lost, and then my wife and I got totally addicted. We watched it, you know, after it was almost off. We started with season one and got uh, very much addicted to it. How many seasons were there? Like about eight, nine? It was six, I think. I think it was six. And of those... seasons, 2004 to 2010. Kind of a typical trajectory of uh, that kind of thing. Um, There are people on forums all over the internet who, first of all, are debating about the end, which we'll get to in a second, and second of all, uh, debating about which seasons were good. Um, There were several... When it first started, it was very compelling. First of all, the beginning in the mystery, very compelling. Uh, Went on for a season or two, still very compelling. But then it all of a sudden got into this avant-garde jazz kind of thing where it's like, huh? You know, and it's like, what universe are they in? And, And for certain people, that was maybe some of the best stuff. And for other people, it's like, you know, it's a little hard to follow. I mean, because it's pretty easy to write. Like if you and I are talking right now, and then we go, oh, wait a minute, uh, they're coming down from space. But wait, now it's historical. Now we're in, you know, steampunk. It's like making it up as they go along. And uh, I suspect that a lot of that was that. By the way, that's not bad. It's just that that's what it is. And it's, the continuity isn't necessarily fantastic that way. They actually, they lost my wife during that, during that realm in the middle of the show when it did take that turn. The parallel universe, so-called. I I held on uh, for dear life because I was like, okay, there's going to be a payoff. I have to believe that there's going to be a payoff. I just plus I love the characters like Hurley and and all them. Yeah, that was great. Just walk away. Uh, But it strained my ability for a while to Mm -hmm. to stay with the show. It really took, and I was glad I did in the end. Um, I still struggle terribly with the ending to this day, and it's been four years or so. So, what's the ending? What was the ending for you? They were all dead and yet i guess that's i have to accept that that's that's what it was that they, they were dead you can spend hours and hours and hours on internet forums i've done it for them and the sopranos both i yeah. mean because those are two shows that had the most maybe the most controversial endings of all and people to this day don't want to accept you know that they were actually really dead the whole well, time i think tony you know tony you know in the restaurant that's that's he it he's whacked. dead that's he was the end whacked. you know he was whacked yeah no it went and there's nobody will 
ever tell me he was whacked. The man in the and, members only jacket whacked exactly. him, and then right in front of his family, and that was it. That's and there's him. actually a great there's a great website. I wish I had a link to it. There's a great website. Somebody about five or six years ago deconstructed the entire last scene, scene yeah. and it was brilliant with screen caps, the whole nine yards. And it and he had I I already thought that that Tony was dead, but uh, but as we're going back, but lost. Yeah, I I gotta believe that. They were dead. You know, they there were people dead. who are saying because uh, I, I had a very brief encounter with somebody on the on a forum, and um, he said, "Yeah, but you know, they said that that was when they so there was there was a scene where they were showing the plane crash, and I think that was supposed to to me that was like, oh, they've been dead the whole time. Okay." Which fine? Why not? That's that's kind of a Rod Serlingy Twilight Zone. Why not? My, right my in the genre. Of all time. But then there's somebody else said, "Yeah, but that was only a model." I mean, they, they had some. They had constructed some alternate thing where they could. No, are you kidding? You're stupid. You're an idiot. It was. It was a model. They admitted. The writers admitted. I mean, yeah, the writers admitted. Hello, they're writers. You know. That's what they do. <laughs> we all want to construct any, and when it comes down to it, we all construct certain realities for ourselves, and we all tailor things that happen in life or on the big yeah. screen to fit our perceptions of where we want it to be. And okay, you love Hurley, and you love Jack, and you love Kate, and you don't want them to have been dead this whole time. You don't want to have been watching a show of for six years of dead people. Uh, no, so I didn't you mind. Want, so you. So you want to, so you want, I didn't mind either. Um, so in the end, you want, you want to believe so badly. Some people want to believe so badly that they will construct this whole narrative mm -hmm. to yeah, fit you how, how they want it to be. Instead, by the way, you're talking about Rod Serling, my yeah. favorite all time show, Twilight oh, Zone yeah. and all be all. That's my favorite. If, if you put me on that Island lost was filmed at, and you said, okay, here's a DVD player with solar. So you don't ever have to worry about it. And you only get one box set to take with you. Twilight. That's Zone. it. It's Original Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. I'm, I'm the original Henry Bemis, you know, hey, where, where, uh, he, where, yeah, yeah, where he broke the, his glasses and all of a sudden he's like, time enough at last. It's like, that would be me. They that had so many me. minor classics on that. Getting back to Lost for one second, a uh, great place mm -hmm. to terminate this because we could go on for about 20 hours probably. And we, maybe we will, but not tonight. Yeah. Um, two things about Lost, which is uh, in the topic we're talking about, which is intelligence. Have you watched that? With it's uh, Cyber Sawyer, as they're calling <laughs> it? Yeah, with Sawyer. Uh, Josh Holloway. He's good. Uh, he, I liked him. He was a great uh, character in Lost, right? Uh, you know what? That's probably one of. Oh, loved Sawyer. And, yeah. and that. Absolutely. Loved, I mean, even though he was like this little comic like, relief you know, kind of comic. Well, and sometimes he was kind of scummy on the show. Yeah, too, well, like, a comic relief. Know, but uh, I was looking forward again. That was another show like yeah. Under the Dome where I saw their preview. It's. I saw the previews. It's CBS. It must be CBS because CBS has Under the Dome and Intelligence. Uh, yeah. You guys have put together these great packages for previews, and then the show sucks when it comes out. <laughs> um, and Intelligence sucked. And it's actually getting better. There, have you watched more it? than one oh. or not? Well, see, because you didn't like it either, but now you're no. telling me that you're, it's getting better. Now you're intriguing me. Well, I, well, I, I, now you're going to suck I, me I in, aren't you? Well, the, again, this is because there's no, the Good oh. Wife. A lot of the shows that we watch are all. Off, uh, right now, so you got to watch that and a couple others. But anyway, um, it might it might work. The, is, by the way, the premise. Why is it getting better? Why the, is it getting better? You got to tell me why is it get because you got to convince me to watch it. Well, because it's it's a little less. Um, 
completely unbelievable where he goes in and you know is fighting 10,000 people. It's it's a little more subtle I would guess would be the way I would explain it. But we'll see, we'll see. It's Didn't they kill, didn't they kill off his wife or something like that? Yeah, that I Or is that, or is that up in the air? Or did they use that cheesy mechanism where it's kind of up in the air she might be dead but she might not No, be. I think she's dead and she was supposed she's to be dead. a terrorist, but we don't know. Yeah, that could come back. You oh, never know. Man, now I'm going to have enough having to watch this. Now well, cuz tomorrow I'm going to have to watch a couple episodes and now I'm going to be well, mad. You should, that well, you I should. Got sucked back in. You should because um <laughs> no, I I've I've uh, I've been following it, but it's not my top show. However, there is one show that came out of a lost cast that I think is fantastic. I think you don't like this show, though. It's Person of Interest. Did you get off of... You didn't care for it. I, <clears throat> I uh, loved the first season. Liked it a lot going into the second season. Um, I love uh, Michael Emerson. Love uh, Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Something I, what I, I do know what happened. The dynamic changed completely. There's I, no question. The, the dynamic changed completely. I really loved. The, I thought the first season was one of the best done seasons on it's network great. television in many years. That was like something that you could see on uh, uh, one of the pay networks. What I didn't like is I started seeing. I don't know if it's for financial reasons or they had a different casting director, but a lot of the people who they had as the guests of the mm-hmm. week, not even necessarily the big guest stars, but the guests of the week, became. I started noticing more and more that the acting was just going downhill very badly when it wasn't Emerson or Caviezel or I forget her name, the one who she got killed off, I guess. Um, But when you got past them, it just seemed like it was going downhill to me. And actually, I need to start watching again because my wife got kind of really upset with me that I just decided for us that we weren't watching the I, show no, anymore. I, I, think it's, I think it's a good show. I agree. The dynamic changed. But all of the characterization in Person of Interest, by the way, is excellent. It's They have a terrific casting. Wouldn't you agree? I really like the, I, I like the cast a lot on that. The main cast. I like mm-hmm. the main cast quite a bit. And I also like that you can tell that they're filming in New York. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not trying to substitute Toronto, which <laughs> has been done for yeah, L.A. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up with that palm tree? It's supposed to be January. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. For money wise, it's it's very pricey to film in New York as opposed to say Toronto or mm-hmm. Vancouver, especially Vancouver, even more mm-hmm. so. So you know they're looking you know as a producer is getting their bang for the. But it does give you more of a real feel for the show when you see that they actually are they're doing it the right way. Um, now that's another show I got to. Get back into oh my person gosh. of interest yeah oh my god you, you you must be a CBS network marketing I'm I'm yeah are they on CBS too it's <laughs> yes. interesting that the networks there are a couple of networks that have never had anything good at all and there are a few have had their their errors but that's interesting um, another interesting thing to me is that is that FX has had so much incredible stuff. What network was Breaking Bad already? That's not FX, yeah, is it? That was on AMC. Okay, AMC has had a huge, you yes. know, nice catalog of stuff. FX, yes. though, Sons of Anarchy, uh, whatever else. They've got a million shows that I've enjoyed. Now, The Americans. The Americans is coming out. That's uh, uh, AMC? In the next couple of weeks. That's also that's AMC? On, that's, no, that's FX. FX, yeah. I, I don't uh, yeah. did you, did you Did you watch The Americans yet? Uh, we can talk about that. I, yeah. I dropped off very quickly. I did not like the really? Americans. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Oh, uh, we okay. won't go into it now, but it's not one of okay. my favorites. Well, that's, that's, oh, it's a that 
quality you know, we'll, show. We'll it's have to in a, 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 a future episode. We'll, we'll have argue. to do like well, yeah, we'll argue it because it can't all be uh, everything we both love. No, but like the whole espionage angle, you know, you know that doesn't tie into science fiction necessarily. Now, although Continuum and, uh, incorporates a few different things mm-hmm. in all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't but, talk uh, about the Americans if you don't talk about the total flop that just came out called the Asset. What was that on already? Yeah, you. you um, yeah. It was another Cold War. Uh, see, Has that already been out? Uh, I think it's you know was a couple episodes and it's off or something. Well, it was actually it was a miniseries huh. anyway. It was only like six episodes planned. Okay. Uh, but okay. the point, my point there is that something makes a big splash and then the next week some other network has a really bad wannabe copy of it, and now, when, this was just terrible. I thought, now when you yeah. come, when it comes to science fiction, because quite often there is it's actually very political quite most of the time because you're dealing with human condition. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with oppression, government oppression, personal oppression, um, told in many different ways. And it, to me, one of the things that's been interesting over the years, and that's, I guess, why I love The Twilight Zone. And I always hold The Twilight Zone like when I'm watching the event or I'm watching the after or I'm watching uh, Flash Forward or these shows that we're talking about over the last few years. Rightly or wrongly, I always hold them to Rod Serling and I always hold them to The Twilight Zone because to me, that was the beginning on TV. They're true. I mean, I know there was science fiction shows before mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone, but not told in a manner that that is gripping and that 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 takes politics and doesn't necessarily mash it in your face like a grapefruit, mm-hmm. like Jimmy Cagney, but still <laughs> great, great reference. Great reference. Yeah, yeah. Public Enemy. Yeah. Um, but but Rod Serling did it in in such a way, and he got around like all these network censors back in the you know in the late fifties and early sixties, doing it in ways yeah. that was able to do that. And that's why it's, sometimes I like that more subtle touch that just kicks you in the butt. Well, they also had the look, look at the look at the uh, uh, if you compare it to say the guitar player that's playing an acoustic guitar, blues blues man playing an acoustic guitar with uh, you know one broken strings, five strings, and no things. And there's the other guy with the pedal, the rack of pedals and effects and stuff. Uh, Rod Serling, you know, had there was no profanity, there was only the mildest sexual illusions possible. I mean, it was it yes. was a look. You didn't even say, you know, let's go to bed. Uh, there was nothing. No. Um, there was no um, outright political. I mean, there was a thing. I remember there was a thing about the war and Hitler, for example. But none of it mentioned anything by name ever. So it was, it was yet, very very subtle. Yeah, he made his points very clear. Yeah. I mean, you still. You had to read between certain lines, but you, you the point was made. That's why nowadays it's always very hit or miss to me on a lot of these shows. Too explicit sometimes. It, it, it can be, and, and sometimes it almost insults the viewers yeah. to where, okay, we need to tell you every last detail so you get it. And it's like, well, we can kind of get it on our... And I think sometimes, like the event, I really was still bummed out that that show didn't last because I think I that there could have been a, I think there could have been a really good payoff. I didn't find they were insulting their, their audience. I really didn't. Unlike some other shows out no, there. No, and plus it had, by the way, it had little things. Like I mentioned that uh, his wife was Cuban because that's part of the little nuances that they would put in. That it wasn't just science fiction that she was an alien or something. She was, there were these sociological issues. By the way, can't end this without mentioning another lost thing and another science fiction. Alcatraz. What a shame. Oh, what a oh, train wreck. I, My God. It's, we, uh, who did just, not you know, want? Who did not want him to succeed? 
succeed, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, I wanted I, that was, show to work. I did too. I was I was another one where, and I won't blame it on CBS this time because I don't think it was CBS. <laughs> but when I saw the when I saw Hurley. the pre, and I was like, okay, well, it's, you know, he's kind of still Hurley, and and that's fine. It's not because of his acting abilities or whatever, but sometimes you get pigeonholed, yep. and you can't be seen as anything but. And he's always going to be Hurley. I don't care if he's still in a show in twenty forty two and he's got all gray hair at that point and you know he's you know 500 pounds whatever he's still going to be hurley at that point and there's worse things in life they needed to there's, yeah the, there's if worse he was going to if he was going to have a show he needed to have a show that was hurley sam neil half asleep or whatever his problem yes. was in that that was really sad and he's a good actor sam yes he Neal's is a good actor. no but he was horrible in that but, he, but he was he's horrible. a great actor God, he was terrible uh and he the was, rest the whole premise you know science fiction but yet you know another one of these hey this is science fiction you don't need to know anymore <laughs> it's like oh uh why were these people well you don't need to know that <laughs> so now so now really if you look at the cast from lost where are they today and it's only been a uh, what four or five years later yeah. there's been a string of broken shows already yep. along the way i mean really michael emerson with person of interest is the only he's one the best so far so yeah. far who has sustained a show that has actually lasted. Who else has had a show well, besides Hurley uh, and um, him and um, Sawyer? Well, Sawyer, Sawyer. And, and Intelligence, which you like more now. Um, uh, what's oh my gosh? Well, um, the other two were the, 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 the bald headed guy. Oh my god, I'm having. Oh yeah, of course, he's been John like, Locke. John Locke. He's been in twenty he, he failures. Was, yeah, he was in the what six six. He's in another uh, new hotel. one. Yeah, that was awful. He's in a new one that I forgot what it is already, but looking forward to looking at it. Yeah, he's so got a new show coming up. Is it like the the or oh, the the guy um, Saeed? He's in something. He's in like a. Oh, really? He's, Interesting. He's in, it's in one of those Prince Charming kind of <laughs> ABC show that's grimmer. One of those shows. Once yeah. upon a time, I think it is, and he's in that. And uh, but really, it seems like it's the curse of Lost at this point. But I suppose as an actor, again, if it's just like a musician who you know people mock Tony Basil Basil for having Mickey as her big hit. Well, that's one bigger hit than almost all of us have ever had. Yeah, no, and, it's a problem. And, and, and you know when she passes that okay yes that'll be the first thing on her resume obituary but if you're an actor I suppose if you get one real big monster hit for your career there's worse things than that absolutely absolutely but uh, you know but at the same time you know it's like there's been some real stinkers from some of these people from Los Angeles absolutely I, I suppose there's that creative process where do you go, where do you go? it's complicated I think we can end yeah. with that uh, resume okay. right there it's complicated hey James we got to do this again. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll do it again, and uh, we'll do some different topics. And uh, we will see move where it off goes. of science and onto the sociology and politics. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Whatever. Oh, we can really piss people off then. <laughs>